Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back at 9.08 on the Weekend Gardener. Wheelis, what do you do? You want to do the show? Uh, I mean, you could. Um, uh, it sounds like you got a little problem, Ray. They, uh, we'll be right back after this. I do have a question. I know you got a lady on hold there, but I have a, I actually have a question. So, right, go ahead. No, well, go take her and then you can take me. No, no okay. All right, so I have, in the back of my yard, I used to have a whole beautiful wall of, is it Leyland's Cypress yeah. trees? Yeah. And they, they plant, the guy that owned that place before me planted them way too close together. Yeah. And one of them started getting disease. Bags, bagworms. And then I've got, now I had to cut down about half of them in the middle. Got a big mm-hmm. hole in the middle. Now my nosy neighbors can see everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to plant something else in that spot. What would be a good replacement that would stay and grow and be healthy and not get well, prone to disease? Well, first of all, I want to answer that I think you ought to cut them all down. Because <laughs> I, I line my place up with them. They they fall over. They have these bagworms. I know you, you've grown accustomed to them. They're probably about 30 feet tall. I'd take them all down and start with something like a, 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 a holly. I, 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 a great thing that, that we talk about all the time is Nellie, uh, Nellie R. Stevens. Yeah. Nellie R. Yeah. Stevens is, is a great I would put I would put several things up. Several yeah, yeah, things. doing a mixture yeah. bo- mixed yeah. border there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, ember, uh, the green giant arborvitae, that's a good I, same I look. I looked at that one. Yeah, gives you the same look. But I would, yeah. I would you know, do a little bit of diversity, put some broadleaf. Um, Osmanthus. Like Osmanthus, yeah, yeah. You writing this Osmanthus down, Rayleigh? Fragrance. We'll, we'll make you a – we'll draw you up <laughs> a draw plan. Draw your list. <laughs> Magnolia. Magnolia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Do okay. Well, they talk about uh, Osmanthus – a guy like you. Osmanthus. 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 Been a pleasure being part of this uh, lovely show. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. All right, uh, let's let's go to uh, Sunny. Back to Sunny. Sunny, you were talking about amaryllis, I guess. Yes, I've got a, another quick question. This is gonna this is gonna be fast. 
and then we'll go to the farmer's market. Thank you. All right. Oh, I wish I could go to the farmer's uh, market. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll take you virtually there. Okay. All right. I can smell it right now. Okay, so um, trees and shrubs, fertilizer. I've got fertilizer spikes. Never used them before. My neighbor told me to get some. And uh, I probably should have done this in early fall. But is it too late now for me to put those tree spikes in the ground now while the ground is wet? Well, they're slow, re- they're slow release, so I... Now I don't. Johnny can probably answer that better than than I can. What, I know. Well, I don't see any harm in doing it. Hey, I, I'm getting passed around today with all you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, that's the way it works. I've been passed around. <laughs> no, we're what? trying to give you the one person yeah. that knows the best. <laughs> <laughs> and that's never me. But the um, what, what were you fertilizing again? I'm sorry. Trees. Trees just, and shrubs. Just trees like, and shrubs. Okay, I thought it was something. Yeah. Particular. Like I've got uh, maples. I've got uh, a. Uh, azaleas i've got um uh you know typical trees and shrubs okay well um being an extension agent i have to first say you need to do a soil sample and find out whether you actually need to add any uh, fertilizer or not or uh and then as far as the spikes go um if i don't know how large they are but uh, get a hammer and crush them up and then just spread them over the whole area of the canopy from about Maybe come out of out, off the trees, you know, two, three feet off the trees, and then underneath the canopy of the tree, just sprinkle yeah. the fertilizer uh, over the whole area. Uh, rather, the spike is just going to put fertilizer where you put that spike. So any roots that are two, you know, two or three feet away from that are not going to get any of the fertilizer. So um, it's better to use a, a granular type fertilizer and, and distribute it throughout the whole canopy of the tree um, well i have that also so so should i um kind of r- rake it into the ground pretty well the granular um, uh, it'll it, with the moisture that we have in the ground now it'll it'll dissolve pretty quick it's no yeah it's really no need but to now it's it. okay now would be fine yeah you could do it now yeah. fertilizer is not gonna cause a plant to come out of dormancy so um it, it, you, sh- you should be fine uh, doing it now, you could do it. Up, you know, on up till middle of March or so. This was new construction, and probably we would win award in Wake Forest for the worst soil ever <laughs> produced on Earth. Yeah, so I would recommend a soil test first. Um, yeah, just do a, a soil test around the plants and and see what see what you need, see what the fertility is, see what the pH is. You know, see if you okay. need to adjust the pH any. Great advice. I can do that. You guys are very helpful. Thank you. And you have a wonderful morning. Hey, I hope you too, too, Sonny. Thank Thank you you very much. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. All right. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. It's 914. And uh, Monica Wood is with us from the the, uh, Farmer's Market. Monica, you've had laryngitis before, haven't you? I have. And (laughs) I keep having a little whiff of it this morning. I I I think it is. I don't know. It's just weird. But uh, you doing all right? I am doing good, doing good. I hope everybody your way is doing well also. Yes, ma'am. We're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Good, good. Everybody getting through all the holidays. And <laughs> yeah. Whirlwind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> It'll be nice to settle back down at the nursery again. <laughs> yes, it's about that time to get busy for spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So what's going on out there this morning? 
We have a lot of vendors here this morning um, down in our farmer's area. We've got a great selection. Of course, all of our normal ones that stick it out through the winter with all the um, cool season crops and some of the greenhouse crops and that sort of thing. Um, we do have a great selection. Still down there, produce, of course, um, things like broccoli and cauliflower, collards, turnips. You're going to find all those all those green items down there um, for the winter months. And apples, um, a great selection of apples are still here, as well as apple cider. You can find um, pecans, and we had pecan, we actually had one of our um, new pecan growers that came in for the first time this wow. year, um, was down there this morning, and they have them where you can buy them in the shell. They have them cracked, where you can pick them out yourself, or they have them already shelled, so... Um, whichever way you want them, they've got them. And so, and pecans have been, a, there's been a pretty good crop of pecans this year. Um, one of those been kind of sparse for the past few years, but this year, most of our growers had a pretty good season so far. Um, mushrooms, <coughs> we have a good variety of those down there from a local grower as well. Of course, some of the specialty foods, um, like your German pastries, I saw, um, they were down here this morning, some of the breads and hummus pita chips, that sort of thing, the cookies, if everybody loves the cookie people, um, they are here, and um, delicious different varieties of cookies, and um, a a variety of meats and eggs you can find, as well as the salsa and honey, so we've got just a wonderful selection all down throughout the farmer's area. Um, You can definitely come and maybe get your, all your grocery shopping done right here at the market. Sounds good to me. You uh, just continue on. That <laughs> yeah. way, I want you won't have to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Um, so if we, well, we'll just go on up to the market shops. Um, All right. So up there, um, I think a cup of hot coffee would be a good choice for this morning. Um, the three, two, one coffee, and I always tell everyone that's the success story of the state farmers market and some very passionate NC State students that um, took on a project in one of their classes, and they have done well. Of course, they have their storefront still here at the market, but they have expanded. They were just featured on the Today Show not long ago. Actually, twice um, recently they were featured. Um, I understand that they were featured at the end of the year as one of the favorite stories of the year and um, from the Today Show. So that is such an honor. Um, Come by, support those guys, and see what they have to offer. Um, just across there, you can grab a Rufus dog. I'm not sure that's the best combination of Rufus dog and coffee. But oh, it, it, it is if you get decaf, iced decaf. <laughs> there you go. They have iced coffees and all that good stuff as well. Um, and actually, they're working on doing, um, I think G, who, who runs the grill there, told me the other day, Rufus, that she they're working on some posters they want to put up of the Rufus dog, and they wanted confirmation that they had the the right ingredients and had it fixed just right before they before they um, get those posters printed. So we're going to have to get your um, seal of approval on those. Okay, you just get up with me and uh, and uh, we'll give it a whiff. Yeah, he'll probably we'll be give, out there today. Yeah, we'll give it a whiff. Do yeah. the taste test. We'll have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's such an honor to have that have that. Um, I know. Dog um, there and they're looking at um because they said they get so many questions of what is the Rufus dog they said so we're going to have that's a picture the, that's the <laughs> that's the big question that's of the day great. what is the Rufus dog uh-huh. <laughs> so um that's that's definitely an honor there we may even have to well I was standing in line one time Monica and somebody said well who is this character Rufus <laughs> and uh, the woman behind the counter of the nice lady she said 
He's back behind you. He's back behind you. <laughs> He's standing right there. <laughs> oh, man, that's right. So, um, we definitely a great thing. They may have to hire you as a model, I guess. Um, oh, Lord, an 81-year-old model. Now, isn't that something? <laughs> Just stand there with the hot dog to get a picture made. You can get that cardboard uh, model yes. of him down at his uh, down at his <laughs> office right. and sit yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need with a in his hand. Stand up. That's it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do have a... Uh, uh, let's see. It's it's that uh, chair wine. Chair wine in my hand. We could replace that with a a hot dog, a Rufus dog. Yeah. That would I think that would be a perfect fit. And hey, we sell cheer wine, the old fashioned bottled cheer wine, down through the market mm-hmm. stop too, so we could have one in each hand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just getting it all together. We've yep. got it. I think we've got a new promotion. It's good. Started. Good marketing plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So. Chase your Rufus dog with cheer wine. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So what's, what else is going on out there? <laughs> um, well, of course, you can find a, find a great selection of meats and cheeses all throughout the, the market shops also. And fresh seafood is available coming in from the North Carolina coast. Um, you can find all the jams and jellies, barbecue sauces, anything you can imagine. Um, that's the, the product that's made here in North Carolina. We have a wonderful selection of them all including North Carolina wines, and they they do have a wine tasting down there um, today, and they'll have that going on um, every weekend that they're open. We have um, over in the Market Bakery down there, of course, you can find all kinds of cakes and pies that are made fresh right here at the market. The sourdough breads, the cinnamon rolls, they do fresh-squeezed oranges and lemonades, and mm. I think that would go well with a Rufus dog, too. Um, and, of course, they have ice cream. You can um, get that dip ice cream here. And we have a vendor in there right now that's doing goat milk soaps and um, different lotions and sorts of things that's down there across from the bakery. They're temporarily inside the market shops while we're doing some relocating and moving around since the berry patch moved out. Um, and we do still have Anders soap in there as well that's right there beside the grill that has all natural soaps and lotions and all of their wonderful body pro- body care products that they have there. Yeah, and we found too, Monica. Uh, Linda found more sugar-free preserves at, at another vendor, the, the one that's very close over there to the uh, to the uh, del- the deli. Yes, yes, I know. There's a couple different ones down there that do still have those. So um, they may not be the same brand, but I'm understanding no. that they're they're pretty comparable. Well, there there are a lot of people. I've I found out that a huge huge swath of the population has blood sugar problems mm-hmm. or they're they're getting close to having type 2 diabetes and you just don't need all that sugar and uh, i advise people that it's like uh mike's wife melissa sweet melissa makes a uh, beautiful beautiful sugar-free and i sometimes am guilty of this mike i will take a little bit of artificial sweetener and put on it well she's still trying to perfect it so at, at some point, maybe you won't have to, but it's tedious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a hard job. It is. Well, I'm glad you have found some in there that works out. Um, yeah, praise the Lord. Losing I, that, our other vendor there, yes. So um, that was really that was really important to Rufus. To yeah. Oh, absolutely. That, yeah. I, I blame it on my wife wanting wanting it in her uh, yogurt, but it's really me. That doesn't need all the sugar in it, and I've made allowance for Melissa's uh, peanut brittle 
one one piece a day. Yes. <laughs> but know, that will satisfy the craving. It out. <laughs> well, that, that's stuff. that's really good if you can mm-hmm. if you have that much willpower. I see. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's hard not to eat the whole bag. <laughs> Amen. It is. I have to. I've had to do the same with that. I've had to limit myself. <laughs> Sometimes I have to almost hide it so that I only eat just a little bit at a time when I have that. It is good. You don't give your little daughter any of that? I have shared, wow. I, especially with my husband, because he loves the peanut brittle. So good, good for him. Favorite, um, whenever, they, whenever we get that special gift of um, peanut brittle at Christmas, they're always waiting for it. So yeah. I just share. That's nice. Oh, that's, that's such a compliment. Yeah, she definitely has her recipe down. I think mm-hmm. she's got it um, down pat there with the peanut brittle. She does a wonderful job. Well, that, yeah. Yep, she does. So what else you got going on, Monica? Anything else? Well, over at Market Imports, they're having their um, January sale, and um, got a wonderful um, list of items here. I'll go ahead and just mention what they have. It's a good time to come over there and shop and maybe get ready for some adding some different items to your landscape or your home for the spring. <coughs> um, we have 20% off store-wide. They're doing 30% off their chimneys and fire pits right now. And they also have 30% off of select pottery. And they do have 70% off of all of the Christmas merchandise that they have left. So that's over at Market Imports. So be sure to stop by there and see what they have to offer. Such a great selection and um, and great folks to work with over there as well. Yeah, that's right. And, of course, Super Sod um, is here. And so if you're um, looking at maybe changing out your loan or maybe it just needs some repair work or what have you they can work with you on that and see exactly what you may need and they have um wonderful folks down there with a lot of knowledge that can help you with anything you might need for your lawn care and we do have the hunter pork center here also they're um, behind the seafood restaurant and it's a great place to come and buy all your pork products and Stop by the craft shed um, or the Market Depot area there beside of, sea, of the seafood restaurant. We have someone in there that makes beautiful handmade baskets. Um, some of them are kind of organizational baskets, and they can make different colors, and they can um, probably do something custom. If you have something unique that you're wanting to fit into a certain area or on your shelves, they can work with you and fix you up with that. And you just never know what might pop up at the um, craft shed from time to time. So be sure to stop by there and see what unique items we have. We do have a vendor set up today with some um, barbecue sauces and beef jerky that's there in front of the seafood restaurant. You can't miss the red tent right there on the on the grass area. Um, so just always when you come out to the market, you've got to walk around and go to all the areas because you just never know what unique finds you might come across and uh, of course have a meal at one of our restaurants the state farmers market restaurants known for their homemade biscuits and their daily lunch specials they do serve breakfast all day till 3 p.m every day seafood restaurant wonderful calabash style seafood and um you can order online now with the seafood restaurant to save you a little time if that's something that you're wanting to grab it and go or order it and come pick it up and have a have a seat and eat it while you're here um wonderful places to come out and always buy local it's so important um to all of our farmers and all of our local vendors well miss monica i appreciate talking to you always 
and you too. And as a reminder, we are open seven days a week, even during the winter months. So come see us anytime. All righty. You take care. Thank Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 927. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All righty, we're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, 933, and uh, Phil Campbell is with us. Uh, Campbell Road Nursery, next week uh, you open up again. Yes, next Saturday, a okay. week from today. Yeah, and uh, Johnny Coley is with us from the uh, Cooperative Extension Service in Granville and Person County. And Brother Rufus, of course. Steve is in Garner. Steve, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yep, we were, it was New Year's Eve when we talked last time. That's right. (laughs) And we had a very good anniversary dinner, so. Oh, well, congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, One one comment I'd like to make about the uh, feeding of the trees. It's better to sprinkle or use those spikes at the drip line. If you put it up next to the root ball, there's nothing there to feed the the tree with. So all the feeding roots are out at the drip line. So it's better to feed feed it around the tree at the drip line and inside under the canopy. Yeah, you want to come at least, you know, two feet or so away from the trunk, two to three, depending on the size tree. Um, yeah, because right at the right at the uh, at the trunk, there aren't any feeding roots. It's, that's all where the uh, structure is. All the feeding roots are outside. So um, if she's going to feed those trees, they need to be at least inside the drip line. Or right at the drip line of the uh, <clears throat> the canopy. All righty, sounds like good advice. One of the things that I, I, I thought I'd tell you. Uh, sure. I do that with my fruit trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pear tree that I put it right at the right around the outside of the drip line, and uh-huh. it it works pretty good. Otherwise, you're not feeding anything. All right. Yeah. I just thought I'd let that. Uh, Go back to listening to All righty, Steve. Thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate the advice. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's go to, to uh, Professor Herb. I, I believe. Herb, are you in Durham? Uh, I am back. Yes. Good morning. Very good. Morning. Rufus, Field, and Johnny, I believe. I hope you're all well. Yes, sir. We are. Yeah, yes, except sir. for my voice. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of your voice, Mike, I, I know this is a garden show. So I'm going to try to make it uh, uh, correlate a little bit. Oh, I don't. Uh, I am. I think last week or some time ago, that one of the neighbors, maybe his name was Ron, uh, was talking about tomatoes and everything. Yeah. And I am one of those people that must have something growing all the time. My wife says I should get a greenhouse because my house is covered with trees and <laughs> and whatever. But. Uh, I have, I'm looking right now in my kitchen, and I have tomatoes on the vine. 
And what I did last uh, last year, uh, just before the freeze came and frost, I went out and I cut my tomato vines and stuck them in a carafe of water. And, of course, you know, they root it very easily. And now they're still here. So uh, that's one of the things uh, I wanted to mention about tomatoes. But. The reason I called, Mike, was because you sound like your throat is a little scratchy. Yeah, a little little bit, yeah. A little bit. So I am surprised that your friend Rufus didn't bring in his hot peppers to get your voice perfect again. Oh, my. (laughs) Had I known that he was in this shape, I would have been with a batch of... Carolina Reapers. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, yeah, now, he, Mike did give me some candy, <laughs> chocolate oh. over the year, and I've had a nibble of it, Herb. Oh, and it, it has in it enough to think I, I, I it would scare off the population of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well, and that uh, chocolate. Let me lecture just for one, no, 30 seconds. Please. Uh, for Christmas, for Christmas, I got uh, my Son brought me a bottle of ghost pepper um, sauce. It, it's not that bad, really. You just have to—you can't swallow uh, two ounces of it. Just be careful. But anyway, here's the way it goes. Real quick, before I get out and run, um, if Rufus had brought you the hot pepper sauce, if you had gargle a little bit, now some of you, Rufus may be old enough to know that there are a lot of remedies for gargling or sore throat, which we won't get into. But <laughs> when you put the hot sauce in your throat or your peppers, your leukocytes and your blood sends the emergency people there to give you healing. And oh. so that's what happens. Now, I will tell you, Mike, it will burn you like crazy for a little bit. But it because the blood will be flowing faster to that area, it will heal faster, and you'll be speaking better faster. So that's my lecture for the morning. Well, I, I, I would suggest a mild, a mild mixture on that one, Herb. Uh, Professor, I, I wonder if uh, he would have instead brought some uh, sweet potato vodka. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How would that have been? If you don't want to use the hot sauce or whatever. Uh, Rufus, tell him off the air another gargle. <laughs> I definitely will. All right. <laughs> and Herb. knowing that I'm from the mountains, I can tell him. Herb, thank you very, very much. Yeah, run safely. All right. That's, that's Professor Herb. You, a retired uh, professor at uh, UNC. And the Tar Heels, by the way, are playing today, uh, playing in just a few, well, just a little while. The uh, pregame will be coming on from the Tar Heels Network here on WPTF at 10 o'clock, saying you only have two hours of the weekend gardener today, so you you better get in your call. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You know, each season really brings a different challenge, <clears throat> and uh, the, this season has, has brought uh, a challenge my, for my voice. Well, for your car or truck or SUV, you got to worry about a lot of different things. 
uh, maintenance to your car is is so important. And uh, Dean Bailey over at Kings has, has talked about it so many times. Uh, it's a great time to get your your belts and hoses and uh, fluid levels checked, along with your your antifreeze protection, tread depth on your tires, uh, you know, for maximum handling and control. And you know we get stuck out with a, a flat tire, so get those checked often. Uh, winter, summer, spring, fall, it doesn't matter. Uh, you still need to keep up with the maintenance on your car. And uh, King's Auto Service can can help you with preparation. Uh, the continued theft of catalytic converters is worrisome to, to folks. Uh, you know, the Toyota Prius cars um, seem to be susceptible. So let King's Auto Service help prevent this with the installation of a cat shield. Uh, it will cost considerably less than uh, it would for you to replace a catalytic converter, which can run about $3,000. So give them a call about that or anything else with your car. Uh, and uh, you can get in touch with them. They're in downtown Raleigh. They have hybrid technicians. They were certified to, to deal with your Prius and uh, other hybrid vehicles. And uh, so around 150,000 miles or so, that battery pack in your, your Prius or other vehicle might be starting to to lose some of its charge so you want to get that checked too get your regular battery every car has a battery so get that checked at king's auto service and they have a great place called king's correct lube right there and you can get a quick oil change easy to find at 1039 northwest street in downtown raleigh and at kingautomotive.net king's automotive service raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946 and I won't charge you for that uh, commercial, Dean. <laughs> 919-860-9783-919-860-WPTF. I was looking over the list of uh, – I, I sent a list to uh, to Wheelis. Wheelis was in earlier talking about blinds, as we say down in Nash County, or, or barriers, Screen plants. screening yeah. plants. And, uh, and you know, the, the um, crepe wax myrtle. Is one of them that's mentioned, and uh, the Chendo Viburnum, which is pretty reliable. I mean, just you know, a nice combination of plants uh, will will make things work better. I think it looks better, and you can um, you know some really nice areas, uh, nice developments around uh, this area have uh, a mixed border of of large trees Mm -hmm. and shrubs. Yeah, yeah. Just want to, you know, have have some design concept when you start, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and sort of space them out and give them room. Because uh, Mike mentioned when he was in here that, you know, the, the whoever planted them planted them too close. And that is a very common thing, especially for screen plants. They yeah. just sort of grow on top of each other and eventually yeah. they, they shade you know shade the the canopy out and it gets thinner as it grows and the sun, if the sun can't penetrate, then you're gonna um, you're gonna start losing those plants. So that's what it make sure they disease too. <clears throat> it does. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, in fact, I did that on on planting those dreadful. Well, I'm not even Leland Cypress. <laughs> Leland Cypress, and, and I wasn't being catty when I I told uh, Leland cut them all down. I, I <laughs> you're right. Put them out of the misery. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> If you've got those tall, tall, even with the arborvitaes, if you've got something and and all you have is just a straight line of those tall ones and the ground is very wet around them yeah. from a lot of rain and then we get wind, yeah. I mean, they're going to go down. Yeah. So the, yeah. the 
That's the right. mixture, as Mike was talking about, really protects all of that yeah. because and, there's different root structures. And uh, something we don't think about a lot uh, in this realm is is camellias. There's some really nice oh, camellias yeah, that can get big, yeah. 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 and they well, grow they grow pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, apple, apple blossom will go 20 feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're very nice. So yeah, just I mean, diversity is always great in the landscape. So, uh, you know. Joe Joe the bouncer or Doctor Joe the bouncer has sent a prescription. And by the way, Joe, the the delicacy that you gave to Rufus and me was uh, extraordinary. Uh, my family enjoyed it very, oh. very much, and it was so thoughtful of you to. But I still what do can't you call rem- those. I can't remember. I he know. Told, he Please told me two or three times. Text me the name of it, Joe. Yeah, those are so good. <clears throat> oh, it's wonderful. But uh, he sent a prescription for uh, for my voice: one pint of moonshine, half <laughs> half teaspoon of black pepper, juice from one freshly squeezed lemon. Four pulverized pieces of whorehound candy. Uh oh, yeah. Two two tablespoons of sourwood honey, <laughs> and thoroughly mix all the ingredients. That sounds good. Uh, that that's like something would come out of my grandma. Well, if if I mix if I mix something up, I'll I'll bring it over to your house, Rufus. Yeah, good. I'll share it with you. Well, I can share one of those ingredients with you if you run shy because <laughs> candy is that what well yeah well, uh, <laughs> thank you johnny yeah, no, yeah. i think it's the, i think it's a moonshine it might be the moonshine after all my brother was the head of moonshine operations now as the as the revenuer in Wilkes right. county for many many years yeah and in my book i wrote about being on moonshine raids yes coming up from chapel hill which you you couldn't think of doing today but We'd come out, I'd thumb up on Friday night and get up with my brother and the revenue boys would go out and he'd give this blood curdling yell and they'd all break like a covey of quail. <laughs> and here we'd go after them. And it was sort of like tag team. If you tag somebody, they'd stop. They wouldn't fight you or anything like that. Oh, those are, those are good memories. What a great book. And it, uh, that's mm-hmm. Rufus is, uh, is available on Amazon and, uh, Locally, you can find it at bookstores and also at um, the bookstore at the Museum of History, where yeah. you, you've got a big event coming up the 17th of January. Yeah, we're, we're uh, Gene Boyce, one of my <clears throat> wonderful friends here in Raleigh and a colleague on Watergate. <clears throat> we're, we're going under the auspices of the John Locke Foundation. We're going to talk about the 50th anniversary of the Watergate affair and, and give a program on what was it like then? What's its application today? It's going to be on the 17th of June. Uh, no. January. January. Uh, at about 5.30 at the Museum of History. We, uh, there's a, a very small charge of $10, and that really doesn't cover anything. That's just to keep the, the – you know, there, there are people today that try to mess up meetings. They will send in – they're, they're called uh, something, I don't know, it's some kind of a nasty thing that people do. They, they'll try to mess up somebody having a meeting by saying they're coming and never show up. So so they put a $10 charge on it, yeah. which well, uh, should stop that foolishness. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's 17th at the Museum of History. That is that in the auditorium there? Yes, but there's going to be a reception beforehand, and I'll have a few books there, by the way. Oh, very good. And uh, – Gene is the gentleman who discovered that there was a, a taping system in the White House. Yes. That uh, really was the 
culminating end for Richard Nixon when they discovered that there was a tape there and on the tapes uh, were all the things that Nixon did that backed up what John Dean said he did. Mm -hmm. Right. And and I'm going to try to give some little tidbits of little insider things that that occurred back then and my relationship with Senator Irvin and back back when things were were civil. They were actually civil back then. They talked to one another. Well, we're, we're pretty civil in here most of the yeah. time. Yeah. Joe is in uh, Beaufort County. Hey, Joe. Hey. Um, I had a question for um, – oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's, uh, uh, it's Phil, Phil or Rufus or Johnny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I bought some coffee at her place back in the fall. Um and they, they kind of took a hit during that Christmas week, you know, when it was so cold. Right. Um, did they, I mean, I've moved them so that I tried to cover them up some. They're in containers. Um, they little, look a little bit waterlogged. they still got green on them and all. So I'm, they should bounce back? Or they should. Yes. Don't water them anymore. Just, um, just leave them and let them go through the process of the cold and the warmth and just keep them have you got them in the sun yeah okay much in the sun okay the garage so they wouldn't get any rain if it should rain right right just uh they'll be fine yeah i really love them they're they're beautiful when they were you know full strength and all what kind of poppies are they are they corn poppies or um I can look that up for you and tell you in just about five minutes or less. Oh, okay. I can't remember what the name of all the ones we got. We, Yeah, we got in about ten different kinds. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I bought a bunch of them. I bought probably a dozen of them. And, um, but I didn't, the cards, the tag on them didn't say whether they were um, corn poppies or what kind. So I just wondered, yeah. I think most of them are California poppies. California poppies? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Hey, Good luck with those. Joe, always nice hearing from you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. Thank you so much. Well, they feel are, are these perennial poppies, or do they come back and see? Yes, they'll come back. Yeah. Joe, well, the, Joe the bouncer said <laughs> it's called <laughs> Povatisa. 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 It's a, it's a East, Eastern European yeah. delicacy. I'll let you try to pronounce it, and then I'll get him to tell me. Povatitsa. Yeah. Povatitsa. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Very very good. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yes, um, it's I'm not sure which. Um, I'm I'm you, sorry Jim. that Bella, our friend uh, who oh, passed oh away passed away a couple yeah. of years ago, uh, yeah. who was from Hungary, I'm uh, hungry. I'm sorry that he's not here. He would, he might be familiar with it. I don't know that it's Hungarian, but um, I think Joe said it was Eastern European or European dish. Well, let's let's agree on one thing. It is good. Oh, it is <laughs> definitely good, and you know, prepared so well. I mean, it's beautiful. It's really a pretty dessert. Yep. So, uh, Johnny, I'm sure, sorry we don't have any to to share with you this morning. Yeah. Phil brought donuts. I'm, I'm sorry we couldn't hand them out to our listeners. Uh, 919-860-9783.
what are uh, some things that we can be doing this week uh, in the landscape? Uh, well, clean up. Uh, you can do some do some cleanup. Um, cut back some perennials if you haven't cut those back if they've if they've died. Um, uh, and, and I'll make a little bit of a correction from the fertilizing comment earlier. I told the lady that it was okay to fertilize. It's probably a little early. Um, I probably would wait till February to get the optimum. Um, bang for your buck out of your fertilizer uh, if you'd wait until february mid-february mid-march in between and somewhere in there to do your uh, woody ornamentals is probably uh, the better time so um they're probably just a little bit a little bit early yet but um uh you know cleaning up is the the main thing you, you could put some mulch out it's probably a little early to for most people to, to spruce up with the with the mulch but mainly clean up and planning i guess planning right now uh, what you're going to plant uh, coming in the uh, spring, uh, start picking out your, looking at the seed magazines and, and finding seeds that you want to plant. In fact, some of them probably already <laughs> are going to be shortages. Phil can probably attest to, uh, oh, it's, yeah. it's hard to find seed this time of year for, mm-hmm. for a lot of the popular plants and especially vegetables that you might want to plant. Um, some of the seeds catalogs are probably already going to be sold out of them, but uh, that's that's what you do, you know. This time of year in January, cold, uh, rainy weather. Friday uh, on, on February, I mean on uh, January days, you know that's the best thing to do is just sort of get your plan together for the spring. So. What about um, preparing the soil? Can we prepare soil for um, a a garden? As for long as it's not too wet. Yeah, you know, that's the main thing right now. I mean, and it's a good time to plant trees and shrubs. Uh, you, you definitely could get those in the ground if, as long as it's not too wet. Right. Uh, you don't want to dig a hole and it fill in with water and plant, mm. and plant in. So um, that's that's the key right now is water uh, is the moisture soil moisture. As long as it's not too uh, too wet, you can you know you can do planting of of uh, woody ornamentals, uh, even you know perennials. You, you're right now you're a lot of the perennials if they're herbaceous and they're going to die back. They you'll just be planting the roots, but you can plant them. Um, they still will be fine, uh, but just just make sure the moisture of the soil is good. Yeah, I just planted some flocks. I love flocks. Uh, let, let's hear the, the Cliff Joyner saying of the, the first one in his new booklet. Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself, George Bernard Shaw. Yeah, yeah, that that certainly makes sense. Oh, yes. So you, you're you not going to do anything this week in the garden? I'm bulbs, bulbs, bulbs. That, that's... <clears throat> That's a lot getting down there. Is it too is it too wet to, to plant bulbs? It, it depends on Not, the soil. You yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> it depends as long, on the long as when you dig that hole, it doesn't start having water in yeah, it. Yeah, don't have seepage. You're all right. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's Phil? Um, yes. I was going to um, to say that some of the poppies that we had were Iceland poppies. There's a new one out that we tried this year, um, the Spring Fever uh, variety, and those are Iceland poppies. So, um, just to to answer that question, and as far as what to do with pansies right now, the best thing you can do with them is put some blood meal on them and keep them, just go ahead and clean any of the dead foliage off or, uh, you know, some of them you're just going to have to transplant because 10 degrees is is pretty tough on pansies. Your snaps are going to come back out. Just trim the tops off of them and they'll come right back out, so... You should be fine with that. Let's, uh, before we go, and by the way, uh, we're 
cut an hour short uh, this week because of uh, the Tar Heel basketball game that's coming up here on WPTF. Uh, Tom is in Harnett County. Hey, Tom. Is this a good time to prune blueberries? And and if you have shoots come out of, uh, out of the ground around the, the plant, what do you do with those? You blueberries. Trans- transplant them and make Make more blueberries. Uh, you can you can those those shoots right right beside the plant are uh, the same variety that that it was just a root sucker. So just just dig it up, get some roots on it, and, and move it somewhere else. You'll have a new plant. Uh, but it, it you can uh, the main thing with pruning right now is you don't want to prune just before a real cold snap. You know, like we just had at Christmas, you wouldn't want to prune just before something like that. But uh, but yeah, you can prune. Uh, blueberries again. If you wait it till February, uh, you know, uh, you know, February is a good time to prune a lot of the fruit trees. Uh, but you can you can prune blueberries now. Um, so this may be too early. Wait till as long as long as you're not as long as we're not going into a, a real cold time, a real cold spell like we just had. Um, you know, look at the seven ten day forecast and, and make sure we're not heading in, into that trend. But um. Yeah, you, you could you could do it. It wouldn't hurt to wait till end of January, first of February to start. I don't know how many you have, or uh, you know, some some growers, you know, they have several. They have to start a little bit earlier just so they can get it all, uh, get them all pruned. But um, they, yeah, yeah, blueberries are fine to to prune. Uh, and, oh, thank you. And, yes, sir. Hey, Tom, thank you very much. I think it's time for me to prune my roses. You haven't, pr- um, you haven't pruned them at all. Weatherspoon no. took the tops off of ours, and they are going to do the rest of them in about three weeks. Okay, I'll wait three weeks then. Yep. They know what they're doing. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they certainly do. Yeah. Great folks to, to deal with, too. They yep. they do gardens mm-hmm. all over the place. I mean, yeah. from, from Charleston Charleston to Richmond, I think. So they, they have really expanded over the years, but they are everybody is – if you know roses, you know Witherspoon. And uh, if you're just getting started with roses, they, uh, they're they great people, uh, certainly, to deal with. Uh, they're in Durham. Uh, Johnny, thank you so much for, for uh, coming down and joining us. Yes, and, sir. Uh, Phil, we always always love having you on here. Thank I'm, I'm you glad you enjoy me. being on the show. I do. And uh, Brother Rufus, uh, thank you so much, my friend. We'll see you next week. What a joy. Yeah, we love all of you. Thank you. Uh, love our listeners. Thanks to all of you for calling. Uh, Get well, Mike. Yeah, Get especially well. A.B. Yeah. A. Swindell. Yes. And um, uh, we've got Tar Heel basketball coming up here on WPTF. Mm-hmm.